Welcome to another exciting message from Journey Church, meeting weekly in Northwest Calgary. At Journey Church, we're encountering God and embracing people. message series. I'm so glad to have all of you here with us today. This At The Movies series is very different than most of our teaching here at Journey Church. All of our teaching, just to be clear, comes from the Bible. We believe the Bible is the inspired Word of God written through many authors over a period of time. These biblical truths never change, but the method of delivery often does so that we can stay relevant to a changing world. This is a very different kind of series because of something that Jesus did. You see, when Jesus taught spiritual truths, he used modern day stories to bring the truth to life. In the Bible, they're called parables. Well, this series does the same thing. We're taking modern day stories, movies, to help us understand spiritual truth. So my prayer for you is that you would hear the voice of God in the message presented. Welcome to week three at the movies. Hacksaw Ridge is the true story of private first class Desmond T. Doss, who won the Congressional Medal of Honor despite refusing to bear arms during World War II on religious grounds. Doss was drafted and ostracized by fellow soldiers for his pacifist stance, but went on to earn respect and adoration for his bravery, selflessness, and compassion after he risked his life without firing a shot to save 75 men in the Battle of Okinawa. Let's watch the first scene. Came with your right, Desmond. Stop it. Do you hear me? What are they fighting about? Now, when they ever need a reason. Tom, do... oh. Why stop them? Save me whipping them both. This way I just whip the one that wins. Tom! Tom! Wake up. Can you hear me? What the hell are you doing? You can't hear me. You ship that basket? I got it. Is he breathing? Al? Al, can you hear me? Hey. 
Hacksaw Ridge, based on a true story. Uh, it's a true story in more than one way here today. We're going to take a look at some clips from Hacksaw Ridge. If you haven't seen it, uh, there's some graphics clips, and uh, I just want to prepare you for that today. But I believe as we see this, watch the story, as we, we apply God's word to this, and God's going to speak to you. And so I'm preparing your hearts for what God wants to do today. It's not just the story of Desmond Doss. It's also your story as well. It's also my story. Desmond Doss is a boy who was born in 1919, and he grew up in a devout Christian home, Christian family, in Lynchburg, Virginia. That's the opening scene. That's his dad, and that's his mom. When the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, like most of his friends, Desmond couldn't sit by and just let this all go by. He couldn't just sit by and do nothing. But because of his faith in Christ, this bold man, young man, he took an unusual stance. Instead of taking lives, his whole thing was, I want to save lives. Desmond knew that he was called to save lives. And I believe that that is what God is calling us to do as well. I'm, I'm, I'm believing today that God's calling us to do the same thing. In our toxic, difficult, competitive world that we live in, where everyone picks sides and is so critical. We see this on Facebook. We see this on the news. We see this all around us. Even hate, hate, uh, hateful to one another. I believe God is raising up a generation of people who will love and who will embrace one another and, and, and put that hate aside and is calling us to save lives, not take lives. You know, when we started Journey Church almost a year ago now, we're getting close to that one-year mark, we decided to be a church that was committed to reach a lost world. Is there an amen in the house? That's, that's what we're here for. We're here to reach a lost world. We believe that God so loved the world. We believe in his love for us. And if, if we're going to love God, then we have to love people as he loves people. That's why I believe that, that our growth is essential. Because every person matters to God. Is there an amen in the house? Come on, work with me today here. 
everyone matters to God. That's why we pray for people in our church. That's why we stand with you. We walk with you. We believe that God has a, a huge plan for your life. We want you to be part of this community of love, of friendship, of relationship together. That's why we're unapologetic, unapologetically all about people. We're all, all about people coming home to God. We're all about people who are hurting, where marriages need to be restored, being mended, relationships being reunited, families being reunited, lives being fulfilled. That's what we're about. That's what I get excited to wake up and not just have popcorn on a Sunday. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And, and Coke floats. Did you see that? We never stop looking for lost people. We are called to look for lost people. Because God never stops looking for us. So what do we do? Well, we do whatever it takes. We stop. We can't just sit by and stop and do nothing. We've got to go. We've got to go. Let's take a look at our next clip here today. Mama said, come see you here. Yeah. These three were my best friends. I grew up with them. I got into trouble with them, chased girls with them. I enlisted with them. Now my friends are there, covered in dirt and grass and eaten by worms. I don't want to have to visit my sons here. Daddy, I, I signed up already. I couldn't do otherwise, Pop. Everybody else is, is doing it. everybody else. Everybody else jumps in, does things quick without thinking like the fools we were. You know, and soldiers who live, they live because they can do that. You can. Like, you got to sit and think and pray about everything. I mean, look at you. You're doing it right now. But you won't be able to live with yourself if you go. No, I won't be able to live with myself if I don't. I'm going to be a medic. And that's going to be my way to serve. See, there you go, thinking it all out. But you figure this war is just going to fit in with you? Your ideas? Well, I know, I don't doubt it's going to be hard. It won't be hard, it'll be impossible. You know, whatever beliefs you have and your crazy head now, they won't ever play out. It don't work that way. And if by some, I don't know, miracle chance you survive, you won't be giving no thanks to God. You know, one of the most interesting parts of this story as we watch this today is this unusual stance that Desmond took. And the stance that he took came from his faith in Jesus Christ. And the stance was this, that Desmond decided to, instead of, of taking lives as you would in war, that Desmond's choice was to save lives, that he become a medic in the army, not carry a gun, 
that his job would be to save lives. Unusual, a little bit different. And the truth of the matter is this today, that, that if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, if you're here and you said, Jesus, I invite you into my life, I want to follow you and, and be like you, that you're called to do likewise. You're called to save lives. You're called to, to grab people that, that are lost in this world and save their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what we're called to do. We're called to do the same thing that Jesus has done for us. And because we look at the scripture, the Bible, as our source of foundation and strength, and if you're here today and you've never read the Bible, I want to encourage you to do so today. We're, I'm gonna, we're gonna practice just a little bit right now. We're gonna look at some scripture on the screen. But if you have a Bible, you can go to, to a scripture found in Luke's, chap, Luke's gospel, chapter 19, verse 10. It says this in the New International Version. It says, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. That's what Jesus came for. Jesus came to, to seek, to find those who are lost and bring them into relationship with God. The Bible says this in Jude. 123 says that we're called to snatch others from the fire and save them. Isn't that insane? We are called to snatch people from the fire and save them. That's what God wants us to do today. 2 Timothy says it this way. Don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. Guilty. I'm not looking for a show of hands today. But I know sometimes we just want to be right, don't we? The Bible says, hey, just don't get involved in that ignorant arguments that only start fights. The Lord's servants must not quarrel, but be kind to everyone. Look at your neighbor. Say, be kind. Look at your other neighbor. Say, you better be kind. The Bible says this, they must be able to teach effectively and be patient with difficult people. Everybody put your hand up, say, I'm a difficult person. Now look around you. You've got a lot of difficult people here to deal with. They should gently teach those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will believe the truth. Listen, it's not your job to make people believe. It's your job to snatch people from the pit. It's your job to reach out to those who are lost, who are feeling confused and alone and seem to have no hope in this world and bring them with you into the arms of Jesus Christ. So as we watch this movie today, my prayer is two things are going to happen. First, I pray that we get a, a renewed passion to see people saved. I'm going to say that again. Because I think there needs to be a bit of a passion behind this. I'm believing that we would get a renewed passion to see people saved. We're almost there. I believe that we would get, come on, a renewed passion to see people saved come on we're getting closer I also want us to 
to learn something from the example that, of Desmond Doss of how to do it. That we don't have to fight like everyone else does. Instead of taking lives and pushing people aside and having quarrels and fights, we can save lives and bring them closer to Jesus. Let's take a look at the next scene. Won't touch a rifle, sir. I'm not asking you, Private! That is a direct order from the company commander! Would you stop this nonsense and quit? Refuse. And I will have no recourse but to court-martial you. And you will spend the duration of the war in a military prison. I can, sir. so very sorry. Sometimes men just get cold feet. Some men might. Not my Desmond. Let him murder. There must be some other way. I don't know what that would be. I've done everything they asked me except this one thing. I'm being treated like a criminal just because I won't kill. You tried. Nobody can say you didn't. But who are you going to save in prison? Probably nobody. And why can't you just pick up this stupid gun and wave it around? You don't have to use it, just meet them halfway. I don't know how I'm going to live with myself if I don't stay true to what I believe. Much less how you could live with me. I'd never be the man that I want to be in your eyes. Do you deny disobeying Colonel Sangston's direct orders? No, sir, I don't. Why are you contesting it, then? Why is it so important to you giving your refusal to even touch a weapon to serve in a combat unit? Because when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, I took it personal. Everyone I knew was on fire to join up, including me. There were two men in my hometown. Declared 4F unfit, they killed themselves because they couldn't serve. I had a job in a defense plant. I could have taken a deferment, but that ain't right. It isn't right that other men should fight and die that I would just be sitting at home safe. I need to serve. I got the energy and the passion to serve as a medic. Right in the middle with the other guys, no less danger, just while everybody else is taking life, I'm gonna be saving it. With the world so set on tearing itself apart, it doesn't seem like such a bad thing to me to wanna put a little bit of it back together. <laughs> Did you catch that line? My one of my favorite parts, favorite lines in this movie. With the world constantly trying to tear itself apart, 
it doesn't seem like a bad idea to put a little bit of it back together. Can you agree with that today? I mean, it's, at times, can be a very difficult place to live, this world that we live in. And that's exactly what Desmond did on April 1st, 1942. Desmond Doss, he joins the military, the United States Army, and as a medic, and he, he was deployed in the, in the middle of the war. You know, when I watch this movie, I, I can't help but believe that this is kind of our job as well. It, it's our job to serve locally. It's our job to, to reach our city, to look into areas of our city where there's lost people that we can serve and care for. And we're, we're, we're called to, to look beyond our city and around the world globally as we think about reaching out and reaching into different parts of the world to hurting people that are far from God. And this is the solution to our broken world. This makes sense to me. Because God snatched me from darkness into light. And he wants to give you hope today. You know, the Bible says this. As we look at, our, at scripture for our source of strength today. In Matthew chapter 9. That when Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd then he said to his disciples the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few ask the lord of the harvest therefore to send out workers into his harvest field and this is so true today the harvest is plentiful the harvest is plentiful. There are so many people that are broken and living without hope. They're hurting and they need life in Jesus Christ. But the workers are few. And this is the call of God on all of our lives. That wherever we are, that whatever it is that we do, that we let God allow us to make a difference in the world around us. The world is so set on tearing itself apart. The world has a, I would say, like a death wish. But listen, with God's help, I believe there's hope. Why don't we just put a little bit back together again? I think we have a job at hand. But it, here's the thing. We're going to see this in just a moment. And it's not going to be easy. This isn't just like... Wave a magic wand. Oh, Lord, bring the people. Oh, Lord, take your people. There's no magic wand here. But if this really matters, there is going to be a cost. Let's take a look at our scene. Do you hear voices, Desmond? No, sir. But I understand that God talks to you, is that right? Sir, I'm not a crazy person. Is that how you feel most people regard you, a, a crazy person? I'm, I'm different, I know that, but... I'm not gonna pretend to be something I'm not. I am what I am. It sounds lonely. You lonely? So you don't hear voices? No, sir. I pray to God and I, 
like to think he hears me, but it ain't a conversation like the one we're pretending to have right now. Pretending, Private? Well, yes, sir. I know all you really want to do is give me a Section 8 drummy out of the army, but I'm not all up above. I just simply believe what I believe. Well, I'm trying to understand, all right? Was it, was it God who told you not to pick up a rifle? God says not to kill. That's one of his most important commandments. Most people take that to mean don't commit murder. War is a completely different set of circumstances. And Jesus said, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. This is Satan himself we're fighting. Surely as a good Christian, you can see that. I can't see that, sir, and that is why I joined up. But I'm sorry, I will not bear arms. His religious views are certainly unique, but they do not constitute grounds for Section 8 discharge. Perhaps we could help make leaving his idea. Yeah, you restrict him to barracks and KP. He throws God at you. You throw hell right at him. I want him gone. Gosh, here he is a disgrace. What you men fail to recognize is a unit is no better than its weakest member. Now, to help you learn that lesson, there will be no passes this weekend. You will all be on KP. Right now, everybody in full gear for a 20-mile hike. Don't start feeling sorry for yourself. It makes me sick to see you feel sorry for yourself. We're going to keep going till I drop. This isn't good for anybody. Sure ain't what I joined up for. It's not about what you joined up for. It's about the lives of every man in here. And your son. It's time you quit this. Finish getting dressed and I'll walk you down. It's okay, Doss. There's no shame in this. Let's go. I got extra guard duty today, and I'm on KP this morning, so... Can't... All right, Doss. Papa Doss, can you identify the men that beat you? No, Sarge. Are you saying that you don't know who attacked you? I never said I was attacked, Sarge. Well, what the hell are you saying, Doss? You bruised half your body sleeping. I, I sleep pretty hard. Church, you can be certain of one thing. The enemy doesn't want us reaching people.
He doesn't want us reaching a lost world. In fact, he'll do everything and anything he can to stop us, to distract us, or to take our eyes off of the mission and put it on ourselves. I mean, if you think of the story of Desmond Dosser, how many times could he have given up? They were beating him. They were setting him aside, discarding him useless. You can't be one of us if you won't take up arms and fight like we fight. And yet he goes against the norm. He goes against the culture, and he finds God, and he finds God's ways of reaching lost people. And you'll see that in just a few moments. Let's be clear here today. That we're on a mission. We're in a fight for people's souls. We're not just here to have church. To sing some songs. To eat some popcorn. To have Coca-Cola floats. I mean, how good is that though, really? But there's more to this than just getting up early on a Sunday morning when you could sleep in. On a lazy summer day, I pray, and my prayer is that as we watch these next few scenes, as graphic and as difficult as they are to watch, that your passion, that your passion for lost souls is renewed, that your passion for lost people comes back. I pray that you'll get a passion to invest in people right here, right here in this church, to invest in our students, invest in our children, invest in the areas where you can see life transformation. And in just a few moments, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you've never received Jesus into your life, to be rescued from the hurt and the pain that you have gone through, but Jesus has a way for you. He wants to rescue your soul. He wants to save you. He wants to also give you a passion for others. Because this life that you live for today is not just for yourself. But it's to share it with those around us. And I, and I see that in your eyes. I see that as you reach out to others. As you love people into the kingdom. It's not about us. I'm praying that God would give you a renewed passion for that today. I think sometimes we lose that passion. That sometimes we only see the crowds, we see the numbers of people, we, and we forget what our, what our first love is all about, what really matters. And let me say it this way, at the end of the day, it's the only thing that matters. Because the only thing that is forever is people. And the love of Jesus Christ in our lives to impact another person. And that's why we don't need to get weary in going back for one more. So I want us to take a look at this clip here. What is it you want of me? Stand. I can't hear you. 
your hand on me. Keep pressure on me. I'm coming back. Okay? Okay. okay. Son of a gun, this is gonna work. Work for each leg, Eric. Let's go, buddy. Let's go. I want to ask you this question. Who do you know that needs a lifeline? Who do you know that needs, to, needs a chance of living again? Who do you know in this world that is lost without hope? needs someone else to throw them a lifeline. Let me, uh, let's look at the scripture and what the scripture says to, uh, to us today. Romans says it this way. I love the book of Romans and it says it this, this way in chapter 10 of Romans. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone. Did you catch that? Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can one call on the name they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. When I read all of that and I read this last part, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. When I, when I think of the scripture, I think of the Old Testament and the New Testament where Paul is talking about this. If you think of Bible days and you think of those who are wandering around in, in the dirt, in the, in the dust, their feet were pretty gross. And the Bible says how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. See, here's the thing, folks. Here's the thing. When, when you bring the love of Jesus to someone else, even the ugliest part of you, your feet, stinky old, nasty old, whatever feet you got, are beautiful in the sight of God. Because God says, I look beyond the outward appearance. I see your heart. I see your passion to serve and bring the good news of the gospel to those who are hurting. And that's incredible. And God wants to use us. And God wants to, to, to bring the good news to those who are broken and lost. Beautiful feet. Here's how we can have some beautiful feet. Share the love of Jesus. Here's how we can have some beautiful feet. I'll give you some very practical ways. 
as we just share the love of Jesus in a very practical way that over this next week, bringing in backpacks is how we can share the love of Jesus with those who are hurting and broken and have no idea who Jesus is. We could put something very tangible and caring in the hands of those who are in need. We continue to be a generous community, a generous community of giving where we, we see the hurt and the brokenness and we give ourselves we give of our time, we give of our talents, we give of our resources, our finances. And God wants to do something, he wants to blow the roof off of this place. Amen in the house today? God wants to do something bigger than we could ever imagine. What if you are the beautiful feet that God wants to use? What if you have the beautiful feet that God wants to use to bring people hope and life? I love in the Old Testament when Isaiah realized that he was called by God to reach people. And Isaiah, he says this in Isaiah 6, 8. He said, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. If you're here and you're available and you want to be used by God, just say, send me, God. I want to be used today. I prayed today. And I've prayed for this moment today that the Spirit of God would prompt each one of us. That God would speak to us and show us, remind you that you are the light of the world. Regardless of how you feel. Regardless of your insecurities. That you're the light of the world. That God has a plan and a purpose for you. Maybe this week, this upcoming week, you're going to have an opportunity to invite someone to church in our final week of At the Movies, where we show the movie Lion, clips and scenes of this movie. And we allow God to, to bring in those who we love and those who we've met maybe for the very first time as we hand them a door hanger, as we invite them to church, we send them an email or, or, or you know, just let them know about what's happening here. God's going to give you some opportunities to pray for your friends. Maybe pray for a family member. To show them you care. And I know this. That God wants you to reach one more. He wants you to reach one more. And right now God is asking, who can I send? And maybe you'll respond. Here I am. Send me. Let's take a look.
Please, Lord. Help me get one more. Help me get one more. praying that that God would use us to be the same as Desmond. I'm praying that God would allow us to get that one more. Just one more. That God would give each one of us a passion to reach one more. Just one more. Incredible thing about this story is that Desmond Doss through his passion to to reach those who were lost was able to rescue over 75 men that were just left there to die. When all the troops pulled back, Desmond Doss went back in and he rescued them one by one. Today, God is saying, who has he put on your heart? Who's that one person that you need to ask God I need to invite them. I need to to reach out to them. I need to call on the name of Jesus for that one more. Would you bow your heads all across this room today? I want us to just pray together. Please, Lord, just help us get one more. God, I pray that we would never get tired of reaching those who are far from you. Give us a passion Give us a vision to reach those that are far from you, to reach those in this world that don't know you. Let us not ever give up. Let us never get involved in taking lives, but saving lives. God, I pray for our missionary efforts. I pray for our missionaries all over the world, in in Africa, in, 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 in in Europe, Lord right here in Calgary, at the campus, the university, and at Next Step Ministries. God, as we reach our hands in the love of God around this world, may we never give up on reaching out and loving and bringing one more into the kingdom. As your heads are bowed, your eyes are still closed, I want to pray for you today. I want you to pray for those that you're thinking about and you love who don't know God, people who need his grace, his love, and his forgiveness. Let's pray for an opportunity to, to get them here next week. So God, you know our friends, you know our family members, you know those that we love, that we've been asking that you would bring. 
God, I pray that you would give confidence and and, and God, we would just get out of our own way and reach out to those in our community, in our, in our city, in our families, in the relationships that we have. I want you to just think about their names just for a moment. I want you to just think about God, what he would do to allow you that opportunity to bring them, to invite them here next week. Thank you, Jesus. Your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed, and some of you he- are here today, and you're saying, I, I need God. I mean, I-, I can't wait to do this rescuing thing, but I really need God as well. And Pastor Dave, before you go, would you pray for me that I would be rescued today? I need him in my life. I need to to walk with him. I want this relationship that you're talking about to know him and and have connection with God. I, I want to receive salvation for myself. See, he came to rescue you today. He came to give you life again. And, and some of you need rescuing, and it's okay, and, and this is a safe place for you today. You see, you're coming from a life of sin that's without God, not knowing Him. And He brings forgiveness as you repent before Him today and say, God, I turn from my sin, and I, and I look towards you. I need your forgiveness in my life. And He gives you a life of grace, the most incredible gift that you could never deserve and yet Jesus says I give you my life walk away from sin turn towards me today I want to give you a life of grace and if you're here and that's you and you're saying yes Pastor Dave that's me I I, I need him today I'm just going to ask it simply on the count of three put your hand up and put it back down again if that's you and you say I want Jesus in my life I need to be rescued I need salvation today is your day on the count of three one, two, three if that's you just lift your hand and put it back down thank you for your honesty today God you see the hearts and the lives of people in this room today God I just pray as we pray for one more One more, God, as we pray for those who are lost without you, that this is their day, this is their moment. All across this room, would you pray with me out loud? Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to rescue me. I ask you to forgive me right now. I turn from my sin and accept your forgiveness. Help me to walk with you all the days of my life. Help me to walk in step with you, Lord Jesus. I receive you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's just thank God for what he's done all across this room today. Would you stand to your feet, every one of you? Everybody stand to your feet, please, this morning. I'm going to let you go in just a moment here today. But let's remember this. That there might be someone else someone on the other end of this rope this week as you're praying as you're thinking about reaching one more as you're thinking about someone who's lost without Jesus think about who you can throw this out to think about who you can rescue in this week 
and ask the Holy Spirit to remind you of that person, that individual that is far from God who needs his love and salvation, and he will use each and every one of you. So God, we thank you this week that you're with us, that you're speaking to us, that you're rescuing people. God, right now in this moment, as we think about your love for us, your grace that's been extended up to us, God, we, we just ask you to remind us of who we can call on this week and allow your Holy Spirit to speak to them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to us today. For more information about who we are, head over to myjourney.church or look for us on your favorite social media outlet.